0: respect at least, each of his subsequent marriages followed in the footsteps of the first, all five of them were private, and followed in detail the precedent of 1509. Anne Boleyn was married in the upper chamber over the Holbein Gate at Whitehall before dawn. Jane Seymour in Whitehall too, in the Queen's Closet. Anne of Cleves in the same Queen's Closet at Greenwich where, thirty years before, Henry had married Catherine of Aragon, and Catherine Parr, in the Queen's Privy Closet, at Hampton Court. There were no crowds, no trumpeters, and no choirs. The only wedding music for this most musical of kings was the sonorous Latin of the service. But even the old church, whose liturgy Henry kept to the end of his reign, put the marriage vows into English. Each of the couples, when asked if they wished to marry, said, Yea, then in turn they made their vows. The king swore first, I, Henry, take thee to my wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, till death us do part, and thereto I plight thee my troth. Then each of the queens replied, I take thee, Henry, to my wedded husband. They swore the same oath as the king, with the additional womanly promise to be bonny and buxom, in bed and at board. Finally, the king put on the queen's wedding ring. Anne of Cleves' ring was engraved, God send me well to keep. Few prayers can have been more brutally or more quickly rejected. Henry's marriages had more public political consequences than those of any other sovereign. England threw off her ancient religion and destroyed old values and old beloved ways of life, all for the sake of women, Henry's women. But despite this, Henry refused to see his marriages as other than private acts. They were entered into for his personal satisfaction, and if they failed to satisfy him, he broke them. Like us, he expected marriage to make him happy rather than merely content. Therefore, like us, When marriage made him unhappy, he wanted out. The result nowadays is a soaring divorce rate. The result then was that Henry suffered from these same problems on a personal basis. And he did suffer. So did his kingdom, his church, and his children. But those who suffered most of all were the six wives who became the queens of Henry VIII. Catherine of Aragon, the first wife of Henry VIII, was born on the 16th of December 1485. Her mother, the warrior Queen Isabella of Castile, had spent most of her pregnancy on campaign against the Moors. The baby was named after Catherine, her mother's English grandmother, who was the daughter of John of Gaunt, Duke of Lancaster, and she took after the English royal house with reddish golden hair, a fair skin, and bright blue eyes. Catherine's parents, Ferdinand and Isabella, the most remarkable royal couple of the age, were both sovereigns in their own right, Isabella of Castile, Ferdinand of Aragon. Isabella was intense, single-minded, and ardently Catholic, while Ferdinand was a devious and subtle schemer. But he was much more, a fine soldier who won more battles, both in person and by his generals, than any other contemporary ruler a strategist with a vision that was European in scale and grandeur, and a realist who had the wit not to let his successes go to his head. Machiavelli worshipped him as the most successful contemporary practitioner of the sort of power politics he himself recommended. Catherine manifestly took after her mother, but I shall also argue that there was more in her of her father's qualities, both for good and bad, than has been commonly realized. Ferdinand and Isabella married in 1469, he aged 17, she a year or so older. Granada, the last stronghold of the Moors in Spain, surrendered to them in 1492, and the following year Columbus returned from his first voyage to America, having taken possession of several of the West Indies in the name of the Catholic Kings, as Ferdinand and Isabella were to be entitled by a grateful Pope in 1496. Catherine was at her parents' side to witness both these momentous events. Isabella was as hands-on as a parent as she was at everything else. She kept her daughters with her even on campaign, and more importantly supervised the girls' education herself, giving them almost as academically serious an education as their brother Juan. But there were some curious gaps in their training. Under the supervision of two brothers, Antonio Geraldini, and after his death his younger sibling Alessandro, Catherine embarked on a formidable course of Latin literature. But Catherine was limited to the moralists, including Seneca, and to the historians, who were also studied as a source of moral example. She loves good literature, which she has studied with success since childhood, wrote the great Dutch scholar Erasmus. She is astonishingly well read, far beyond what would be surprising in a woman. Catherine, like her siblings, was taught to dance, and performed confidently in public. Otherwise there are no signs of musical skills or training, and it seems unlikely that she had read anything of the poetry of courtly love, and it is practically certain that she had never joined in its fancifully erotic games.' Yet Catherine and her sisters were destined to have to woo husbands, to win friends, and to influence people. In all of these, the courtly arts were the favoured instruments, especially for a lady. Isabella's daughters were sent out utterly untrained in them. They were also sent out as consorts to foreign rulers, with no training in foreign languages. They could speak Spanish, which scarcely anyone spoke abroad, and Latin which only the clergy and diplomats did, but their education did not equip them to converse in the languages of their husbands. It was not an education for effective pillow talk. The 18th of April, 1490, must have been a day of high excitement for Catherine and her sisters, Maria and Juana. Isabella, their eldest sister, was being betrothed to Prince Alfonso of Portugal. The Catholic king's dynastic policy had two principal aims. Within the Iberian peninsula, they wanted to consolidate their power by bringing Portugal within the Spanish sphere of influence. And further abroad, they were determined to contain and challenge France, which blocked Ferdinand's plans to recover his family's former territories in southern Italy and on either side of the Pyrenees. The marriage of Isabella would deliver Portugal to Ferdinand. His other children were available to bind France in a chain of golden wedding rings that would, he hoped, turn into a ring of steel. His plans received a setback when Isabella's husband died at the age of twenty and Isabella returned to Spain, a youthful widow. Undeterred, the Catholic kings pressed on. On the 22nd of August, 1496, Juana sailed to the Netherlands to marry the Archduke Philip, whose mother, Mary, was heiress of Burgundy, which included modern Belgium, the Netherlands, and much of northeastern France, while his father, Maximilian von Habsburg, was Archduke of Austria and Holy Roman, that is, German, Emperor. On its return to Spain, after delivering Juana, Ferdinand's fleet carried Archduke Philip's sister, Margaret, previously jilted by the King of France, as bride-to-be of Ferdinand's son and heir, Juan. The fleet was hit by tremendous storms, and Margaret, in fear of her life, wrote a wry epitaph. Si juste, Margot, la gentille demoiselle, mariée deux fois, et si mourou Pucelle. Here lies Margot, the willing bride, "'Twice married, but a virgin when she died. "'This sums up one of the hazards of the royal marriage game. "'A bride could be sent on approval, "'only to be turned down on some technicality "'which the Church was usually happy to endorse, "'if a better bargain came along. "'Margaret need not have worried. "'Ferdinand and Isabella were enthusiastic for the wedding, "'and her husband, young Don Juan, prince of the Asturias, proved an enthusiast after it, too. Her virginity vanished in a trice, and she conceived quickly. The bride and groom were then left in Valladolid, while the king and queen, with Catherine and Maria, went on progress down the valley of the